third. It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third. And as always, I have my lovely co-hosts with the most by my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. Hey, y'all. And we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Literally. Now, we're going to kick off the show in the best fashion we know how. First and foremost, by shouting out our sponsors, Twin Media Group and Freelance Academy. And our title sponsor for this month is none other than Absolute Athletics, also known as A-Square. Now, they are one of the premier flag foot co-ed flag football leagues on Chicago Southside and ultimately citywide. And they also have a women's league that's going to be uh, coming up that you'll hear a little bit more about later in the show. But let's jump into our first topic. Is that cool? Sure. All right, so leading off today's show is none other than entertainment. <laughs> and in entertainment, man, what's the first headline we're going to talk about? So uh, DJ Cali is uninspired. Another one. Exactly. Another he's one. Uninspired. What do you mean he's uninspired? What does that even mean? He's not doing music anymore. Ficka, ficka. I made love. Oh, okay. Um, to my lady uh, on a private island, jumped off the jet skis. You know what I'm saying? It was just a private island. I had to put that work in. Let her know, don't ever play yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's not eating the box. Whoa. <laughs> Like that $5 fill-up from KFC? He's not fucking with it? No, Negro. What box? What box do you speak of? Pocketbook, the pocket box, the hot box. I don't twat? know, whatever you want to call it. Can we twat? Can we throw twat in there? You lick booty? Hell no. Finger licking. You ain't never licked no Nah, I can't, my boy. Come buddy. on, man. You OG from the South. Nah, Come nah, on, listen. Man. I just, there's certain things I just don't do. You know what I'm saying? I believe, <laughs> I believe, you gotta understand, I believe a woman should, um, Praise the man, you know, the king. You know, if you if you holding it down for the, for your woman, I feel like the woman should praise, and and the man should praise the queen. But you know, my way of praising is called <laughs> how was dinner? Um, you like the house you living in? You like all them clothes you getting? I'm taking care of your family. I'm taking care of my family. You know, putting in the work. So you say like, you don't go down? Nah. <laughs> what do you mean he's not eating anybody? Isn't this nigga married? Yes. So what? what is the so, deal? So, okay, I saw a video of them like, not working eating out. Box? No. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> that's reverse porn. I wish. No. <laughs> of them, like, working out together. She okay. has so much aggression. I understand how, how does why. How she look? I've never seen his wife. Um, well, she was working out, so she was like. No, nah, just in general, I'm saying, how does she look? Is she, uh, like, oh, she's bad? Or is she just like, oh, they've been together since their younger years? I want to say they've been together since they're young. Okay, so they working now, and she said she's just aggressive. She's Layla yeah, Ali on the bag. Yeah. What type of workout they was doing? They were boxing. Yeah. They were boxing. But basically, he was on uh, The Breakfast Club, and he said he feels like a man should be treated like the king. I agree. And, uh, yeah, but he's never went down on anybody, and he doesn't plan on anything soon. This is my thing. Well, let me tell you what he said, okay. though. He said, he said. <laughs> Please, let me talk. It was something to the effect of uh, Charlemagne was like, well, she does you. Don't you think you should reciprocate right, the right, pleasure? Right, right, blah, right, blah, right. Blah, blah. He Reciprocity. was like, um, no, she should uh, enjoy the house she lives in. And oh. Enjoy oh. all the, the Luxuries. Yeah, the lap of luxury. Had. She needs to eat this <laughs> lap of luxury. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. Now, this is my thing. I totally agree with what he's saying in terms of general box eating, but your wife, bro? Like, I think what, if you're going to eat... general box Remember eating? we was talking about the ass-eating movement that seemingly has yeah. risen up from a, <laughs> the 
the underworld, and apparently everybody's eating ass these days except yours truly, right? <laughs> I don't agree with massive ass eating or box indulgence. It's not, it's not massive, but if, if you, you eat everyone's ass that you have sex with, you're nasty to me. <laughs> to me. And I think the same thing goes for the box. But if it's your wife, I totally agree okay, with okay. eating. Eat her. Devour no, her. get that. Devour okay. her. So you're saying if you're in a relationship with somebody, you're not eating the box? No. I'm saying we <laughs> often have relations we often have relations with people we're not in relationships with. I'm not eating that box. I'm not eating that <laughs> nightly box. You know what I'm saying? I'm but just not eating are, that one time you, box. Are you receiving treatment? I'm probably going to get but it's it's different. It's not it's, there's a double standard when it comes to oral sex. Not Would here. you agree? Girls give a throat rather easily. That's their problem. That's not their problem. That's their prerogative. <laughs> that is a choice. It's a choice. 400 years well, of thought. They, they it's should, a choice. They should choose. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with giving it, right? Mm -hmm. But I think men need to, I'm not even going to say that, because there are grown men that have no problem eating the box. Hey, grown men. So. But who's your dentist? <laughs> like, what is your dentist saying about that canker sore sitting round about your tonsil? No, let's not go there because you can get the same sore. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Three say. Three say, my nigga. But I'm just saying, I think DJ Khaled should be indulging. Yeah, he's married. He should, he should no be. Anybody that's married, like, that's, I, it's kind of unfair. And it's selfish. Even, it's kind of selfish. I know a lot about that. And it's one of the <laughs> things where if you're getting it, it'd be one thing if they was just, like, both not into it. Right. But no, or, he's, he's like, I'm getting it. Yeah. This is what I expect. Of course, expect. I'm getting I'm a king. Yeah, Eat I this lap it. of luxury. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I would say the younger me agreed with him, but like the now me and probably the future me kind of sees things a little bit more your way. Just on some grown man shit. Yeah. But again, that cutoff is the one night stand yeah, or the no, flings. You can't do that. But when it's a relationship, eat away. Eat up. <laughs> <laughs> Get your bib from Two Fish and have at it. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Anything else going on with Cali you want to talk about? No, no new music. No new music. No. no. Like, that's no. just, uh. No pussy thoughts. You know, thoughts. His, the beginning of all his songs, you know, you the best. Be encouraged. Man, man go eat the box. How go about that? Try that one. Have a box. Yeah. $5 fill up. Move all on. right, so let's talk about, man, our, man, this dude is like the score of this, that, and the third for a reason. Because he provides something musically, artistically, not just musically, yeah. artistically, that not a lot can offer. Who am I talking about? Childish Gambino. Stay woke. Danny Glover. Daniel. The manual. Have you seen the, the, the post that's like the only Donald we honor is Glover? No. It's like a shot at Trump, but it's a, a mm. boast to uh, uh, Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover. So what just no. dropped uh, this week, I believe, that has the whole world talking? It's called, uh, his new single is called This Is America. This is America. And Don't catch him slipping. So off. when I first saw it, I just saw him doing all these crazy dances. Why is he such a good dancer? I saw him doing the, the part when he was like, uh, and we pretty. Oh, or yeah, yeah. Damn, I'm so pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, I'm, 
it was on mute. So yeah. I didn't hear anything. And I, I was getting disappointed. I was uh, like, what is he doing? So they got him. They got him. <laughs> no. But the no, joke was totally, on them. Totally not what I expected. The video is dope. Dope, The dope. messaging. The subliminals, the inferences, the fact. We were talking about this at the office just a minute ago, actually, because it's one of those things like, this is the water cooler conversation of the week, at least. Mm -hmm. And I know it goes quick because last week we were talking about J. Cole, Kanye, all these other things. Mm -hmm. Now it's just all about Childish Gambino. Yeah. But while we got this, you know, uh, wave, we're going to ride this motherfucker, yeah. right? Well, so we, we were talking about Yeah, we were talking about it at the J.O. And they were just talking about the different images and symbols that were in, incorporated into the piece. Yeah. Somebody said, man, did you see the all black character riding the death horse, the all white horse. I said, I didn't see that. They said, did you see the man jump off the cliff, off the ledge of the banister or whatever and pretty much commit suicide? No, I didn't notice that. Did you see how they were taking better care of the guns than they were of the that. people? I peeped that. But that. I've only seen one third of what's actually in there because I'm so caught up in the dance moves. I'm <laughs> yeah. so caught up in this nigga's dance but wait, moves. that's the point. That's the point. That and that's what makes it so And the kids are distracting from, from what's everything going on. that's going on. Yeah, you in have the to world. watch it like over and over. Like I didn't see that. There's so, I, have, I still haven't seen it. We just talked about it, so I'm eager to see it again. Hmm. This is what lets you know this shit is cold. You know, I got the wang in the truck. So usually when I got the wang in the truck and I'm beating down the block, it's just I'm on I, Apple Music. Nigga, why am I riding and watching the video? Like, I don't even listen to the track. I watch the video while the music is playing. The like, it's just that, that good, dog. Yeah. This shit is cold. If you haven't seen it, man, This Is America by Tyler Gambino. It's probably on your timeline yeah. right now. Over and To go back to what you said was um, they had they start off shooting the black man. Man, Trayvon Martin's father? I heard that was Trayvon Martin's father. Oh, he, well, he had a mask. I thought it was white. He Clark had a mask first. over his face. Yeah, so Later at first you could see him and then yeah. you could see the mask and then. So yeah. I didn't even pay attention to They said that's Trayvon Martin's was, daddy. Yeah. But then I know he was getting a lot of slack for the pose that he used when right. he. Right. But that's a pose uh, from the Jim Crow style caricature. Yeah, like a, a, a Sambo type dude. Yeah, yeah. but see. Not everybody would know. Because no no was just from. laughing at it like, ah, he shot him standing like this. And I'm like, but that meant something, great. Girl. And that, and yeah, not. <laughs> I see that. She was just. Shout out, no no. Shout out, no no. <laughs> go, to, go to the library, no no, read. <laughs> but yeah, so it's, it's, everything has a symbol. And then when he shot all those church members, oh, and it was like, gay them niggas that Salem Baptist and then they moved on. I and was just like, kept it moving. Yeah, that was and, crazy. And somebody was like, man, they took such good care of the weapon and just left the dead bodies there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And uh, it was another piece where he kind of flexed on him. Yeah. And that was supposed to be symbolic to Richard Pryor standing in front of the American flag with the bird chest and the nappy mm. hair. But I don't know why Richard originally did, did that. It. So I don't really, I get the connection of what he was uh, reenacting, but I don't know what Richard's position was, was back then when he originally did that. It's probably some fuck America shit knowing yeah. Richard, but I, I can't speak to it. Then the, the most powerful part was at the end when he's running for his freaking life. That looked like uh, birth of a nation a little bit. That looked like, well, he was charging towards people, but yeah, he was running for his life on some, man. and did okay. you see the um, Uncle Uncle Ruckus character when he did his like this? Like his eye got real big? Yeah. That was from Boondocks. Yeah. That's the Uncle Ruckus character. Okay, I didn't, I know, I noticed he was making crazy faces. The craziest I didn't faces. understand why. Yeah, that's supposed to be Uncle Ruckus, who you know is like the biggest cartoon sellout ever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Uncle, Uncle, 
Uncle, Uncle Ruck. Uncle Ruck, Ruck. Fuck you, Uncle Ruck. We love you, Aaron Magruder. <laughs> but, but if uh, you haven't seen it, like we said, go check it out. Um, please. This is America. Man, it's free. Yeah. It's free entertainment, man. <laughs> this is like somebody said in a post, they was like, I'm just so proud to be a part of this creative generation. It was yeah. like somebody like uh, Tyler, the creator, or Lil okay. Ray. it was somebody that's on okay. that was just so proud of what Childish Gambino represents, what they're, the moves they're making, respectively and collectively. It's just a good time to it's be fucking woke, dog, to really see what's up. After the whole Kanye piece. Like, ah, the yeah. timing. The timing is impeccable. Is, yeah. It's but this is, this is my thing, too. Like, how you was like, man, you know, on mute, I, I had a different expectation and feel and, and response. I didn't see it on mute, so I didn't share that experience, but it's just one of those things where dude does not disappoint. Like if No, he doesn't. Yeah, so I would have gave him the benefit of the doubt if I saw it on mute. Like, wait, let me take this off mute and see what he's talking about. Because Atlanta but I've never is so seen cold. A video. Yeah, but I've I, that's what I'm song. saying. Like he's not that dude. Yeah. Cause you know, a lot of people were kind of get, getting on him for having a white woman on his arm. He does. Baby mother of sorts. Yeah. And mm. how do you feel about that? Can you be pro black and Date outside your race. Yeah, because you know I'm I'm open, so <laughs> I you know Come get I'm, it, I'm for my people. But right. that don't necessarily mean you have to date your people. And I did read that he was like the awkward nerdy black dude. I saw some posts like that. How too. many you sisters. know chicks were really How many checking sisters for him? Is fucking with the I mean, weird black. At dude. the end of the day, you got to go for who goes for you. Right and. I think that anybody will mess with him now. Shorty been down with him since before yeah. that. And what does pro mean? If you're pro-black, what does pro mean? Professional black? <laughs> Provocative? Like, what does pro-black even mean these days? You for your people? For your people. So can you be for your people while and dating, dating other someone? cultures? I think so. I believe so, too. I actually know so. You know what I'm saying? No. But, yeah. I mean, not from personal experience, no. but I'm just saying <laughs> I, I know that you having your people, not, not saying that you hate other people, but you just love your people. Yeah. But we're all the same people at the end of the day. I, I, I can get into it. I can yeah, get into it. I, know, but I don't want to go there. Right, but I'm just saying, <laughs> hats off to Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino. Yeah. Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover. And uh, y'all, stay woke. And know that this is America. And check out Atlanta. Please check out Atlanta. Did, have you been watching? I watched. The last episode I watched was the FUBU. Did you see FUBU? Yeah. Oh. oh, my God. I made the boys watch it. I was the FUBU king in high school. Not I only had that, all the FUBU. But the fact that in that episode, that's how blacks are. But did you peep the white boy? Yes. The white boy said, man, Jesus. I wore said, man, I this think, shirt twice. I wore this shirt twice this week. Nobody's noticed. And that's what I pointed out to Nehemiah. You see how much emphasis we, we put, put on, on material materialism. stuff yep. that we don't own. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. FUBU was ours. It was, it was ours. ours. It was ours. But at the end of the day, right. it ain't yours. It's not mine. It's not your name. It's my mind. Shout and, out, Daniel. Opposed to other whites, mm -hmm. when they go to school, they don't care. They wake up, literally roll out of bed and throw on a t-shirt and, and some shorts and go. that is not the definition of, but that is part of freedom, where you can just get up and go and not give a fuck because what, who am I trying to prove? Impress. Who am I trying to impress? Who am I trying to prove anything to? Through my clothes. Now, I'm going to prove it through here and through my actions and sometimes my inactions. To the same kids who, when they found out that the other young man committed suicide because mm -hmm. of that, 
was laughing, didn't care. It didn't stop there that was day. There was no nothing. Remorse, recourse, no nothing. remorse, no nothing for this yeah. man that committed suicide. Had I guess his parents had recently been divorced. Divorced. And, and I he mean, had maybe, on maybe the real jersey. spoiler alert. He did have on the, the real, real jersey. Because he could afford so, it. Yeah, it was just so deeply impactful to yeah. him because we, I, that's our identity. Like, if I'm not the cool kid with the fresh shit, who am I? Yep. And the white boy was like, I'm the white boy. He's like, your shit looks fine to me, bro. Man, yeah. you're good. I would, <laughs> I would rock that shit every day if I was you. But then again, you know, and then his, it was so ironic that his mom grabbed him another one. Yes. Another one. What be wrong with these mamas? But see, she was an old school mom because she was going to make him wear a suit the next day. And he was like, yeah. mom's hot. Yeah. But my thing is. I think kids need to maybe speak up a little more with right. their parents or, or be able to have a conversation and say, hey, mom, mm, it, shirt's not cool. Yeah. I got picked on today. Yeah. I don't want to wear it. My feelings are hurt. <laughs> you can have it. Yeah. It's not going to go to waste. You can right. cut the grass you in know. it. But at the end of the day, I think that parents need to also stop projecting that. I mean, I was having this conversation just last night. You either do things out of love or out of fear. And if you fear that, oh, and a black, a black man in America must have on a three-piece suit, suit yeah. and a cover bun and a vest to be respected, <laughs> it's like, no, we don't. No. We need to articulate ourselves well. We need to give good eye contact. We need to be prepared for the right. moment, yeah. and everything else works itself out. <laughs> Sometimes, and I've actually read articles on this, that well-dressed $500, $5,000 suit-ass dude looks like a clown in C-level meetings where they're like, we don't try that hard with our clothes. Yes, we have tailor-made suits and we have the band, but you're loud as fucking here, bro. That yeah. shit doesn't play in certain yeah. circles. So there's there's levels to this shit, yeah. and we got to be woke on that as well. So yep. what's going on with the um, hashtag mute R. Kelly so this movement? Is still Does it continue? The saga yes. continues? Okay. Ava's still on his ass. No, it's not even her. Uh, okay, hey, so Ava. first, Lifetime has two movies coming out about him. One's a documentary, investigative type style over like what's going on. and then the American other, Crime Story? Yeah, but Ugh. about R. Kelly. And then the second one is just kind of the tales of these women. It's not good. Oh, it's not a good it doesn't story seem flattering at all. At all. And so as I was listening to that, because I heard that on the Kendra G Spot, mm -hmm. right, on the radio. What's it called? Kendra G Spot. That's just a segment within the morning? Yes. Show? Okay. Hey, Kendra. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I don't listen to the radio. Obviously. Yeah, the fuck is the radio? <laughs> Too much. Okay, so then I was scrolling on my timeline, and Megan Kelly, you know, she has a show mm -hmm. on, was it MB, NBC? ABC. Is this Channel 7? I was just guessing. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't have cable. <laughs> Not even basic. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I don't even know I'm who sorry. Megan Kelly is. So, Megan Kelly has two of the other alleged victims. Mm. Of Ara? Yes. Kitty Jones and Asante McGee both say they had relationships with R. Kelly. Asante says she dated him from 2014 to 2016 and lived in his home for a month. Kitty says she started dating the singer back in June 2011. She thought they were in love and in a monogamous relationship. She gave up her job as a DJ, says she moved into his Atlantic, Atlanta home in November 2011 and spent two years there. But Kitty says the relationship became violent within weeks of her arrival. I'm like, where did they come from? So get this. She said all his girlfriends, he put them on his phone plan, right, so that he could mm. see who they're talking to, so he could see what they're talking about, whether it's to their parents, to whoever. Mm, big brother. Um, I had to... 
wear sweatpants. I had to stand up when he would walk in a room. Um, I did have to be on his phone plan. I know that the Savages did mention that. He would put a lot of his girlfriends on his phone plan so he can control, like, who you're talking to, how often you talk to your family, what you're texting, things like that. Is it then they had to ask per for permission to go to the bathroom. Um, you would have to send a text mes message to one of his runners, um, just asking, like, you know, if you can go to the restroom, and then they'll relay the information to him because you weren't, like, free to walk throughout the house. You had to ask permission to go use the bathroom? Yes. Yes. And, and he would use food, you, you claim, as a punishment. Like, it was permission just to enter. all type of rules, and they yeah. had to call him daddy. We were required to call him daddy. Required to? Yes, he told us to call him daddy. You would address him as daddy. And if you didn't, you were... Yeah, you would get in trouble if you yeah. didn't. or slap. Me question their level of intellect and, and, insecu and security because insecurity. Yeah. they're not like bad bitches like what yeah. you would consider right a popping ass female mm -hmm. they're more pop -ass <laughs> but this is the thing though like that's the i hate to say it this way but the perfect target yeah. for somebody like this who to a chick that isn't uh let's just say eight or better in the world yeah. Is gonna get off on the fact that she was fucking R. with Kelly, R. Kelly. Right? He's That's taking a me thing. shopping. He... That's a thing. Yeah, but and, and who who are we? This is just playing double yeah. advocate. Yeah. Who are we as a society to tell him to how to use his clout? No, I agree. How how do we tell him you can't use your clout for that? These hopefully chicks are of age yeah. and consenting. Yeah. So now we're just mad because we can't do it? You know, I Again, I kind of stay out of it, but it was nice to see I the women. Coochie colleges or whatever we call it. What do we call it? Coochie coochie camps. I can do coochie camps. I mean, if you're gonna stay there huh. and deal with like the one girl, I think all said, celebrities unofficially have coochie camps. Some, huh. yeah. Junior colleges. <laughs> <laughs> like it's level to it, obviously. <laughs> oh man, R. Kelly's not married for a reason. Was his daughter speaking out about him recently? I saw a headline. You know, I ain't going to read the article, but I saw a headline that said, R. Kelly's daughter is not with the shits. Well, we need no, to look I into that. I believe that. Yeah, yeah, that's mm -hmm. karma like a mod, G. So you do all this to all these other people's daughters that's and your daughter. Mm -hmm. You know how we are with our daughters. Well, and she's not with fucking with you, G. That, I would trade it off. You I would deal repent. With that. I would repent. And remember how I was saying, oh, it doesn't really matter if concerts, you know, people stop fucking with people can stream his music. Well, Spotify dropped his ass. Oh, and J. Cole said in his uh, Takashi 69 disc that, man, keep touring. That's how we eat. If they start canceling your tours, your money will dry up like quickly. the Sahara Desert. Yeah. <laughs> Very quickly. This shit's dry. Yeah. And R. Kelly has already been on, like, the decline for years. He's yeah. just, you know, like a Keith, he's the Keith Sweat yeah, of our. Yeah, just shoot a yeah. single here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Time's up, nigga. Might be. Fortunately, she still loves you. I like you. Okay. Uh, what about we got a new show, show alert? What's going on with Jada Pinkett Smitty? Have you seen this? I haven't. What channel? Okay. What it it's on Facebook. Oh, I have Facebook. Now, actually, it's kind of like our setup, right? So the whole show. She's jacking our swag? <laughs> yeah. Hey, the whole you, show. Jada. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. We love you, Jada. Take it back. Take it back. <laughs> Let me get that back. My bad. No, so the whole show is on Facebook Live. Okay. It's called Red Table Talk. 
And the first episode, um, basically at the table, it's Jada, her mom, and Willow. Oh, her so mom. Three, her mom is her gorgeous. Mom they call her Gammy. She Gammy? Looks, Gammy. Oh, she Gammy. does not look like a Gammy, okay? Gammy. Oh, for grandma. <laughs> yeah. I read an article on picking your grandma name, too. I've That's already funny. picked my Gammy. What's your grandma name? <laughs> What's your grandma name, G? That shit is funny as hell to me. Right, because they Grandpas only... are just grandpa. <laughs> Grandma. No, I don't know. Don't what, is grandma. Grandma, what is grandma? What's call her grandma? Call me G Mama. G Mama. Uh-huh. G Mama. And they call her Gammy. Uh-huh. What's up with Gammy and Jada's show? What they do? So it's you know the three generation of mm-hmm. women, and they sit down and cover a topic. The first episode, um, she allowed her mom and daughter to see her sit down with Will's first wife. Oh. And talked about how they co-parent in that journey this of just blending. the two of us, Mama. Uh-huh. Of blending mm. their families. How is that working out? Well, obviously it's great now. But For her, though. I've never heard the other mom spoken of. How's she doing? You've never heard. You know what? She was on a reality show um, with Eddie Murphy's ex-wife. Mm. Remember that show? Nicole, I think it's called Hollywood Exes. Nicole Exist. Murphy? Yeah. It was called Love Hollywood Exes. And okay. um, she's... Married to a pastor now. Hmm. Shabop. Okay. No, I'm just saying, niggas be marrying pastors. You know what I'm saying? Did <laughs> yeah, no. you say Kelly Rowley? Ke- not Kelly. Michelle, Michelle married yeah. a pastor. Uh, uh, somebody had to do it, I guess. Anyway. The doors of the church are open. But, um, yeah, you see her talk about their journey mm-hmm. and um, how that was. And so the clips that they showed, um, I ended up watching the whole thing, but the one particular clip that stood out was when Sharice said she called to talk to Trey. And Jada answered the phone, um, and Sheree was saying that Jada was like, no, you, your tone, mm, disrespectful. That energy. She hung up the phone. That energy is not allowed via telecom. And she said when she called her back, uh, she was like, bitch, you living in the house I picked out. And, and she said that to Jada? <laughs> yeah, and guess what Jada response was? It's All mine that now. Maybelline, huh? Mm-hmm. It's mine now. Mm. <laughs> So, you know, they were kind of reminiscing on things Damn, of the past. Damn, that friction. Yeah, yeah, but how they got to where they are now. Right. I mean, they talked about having to deal with outside, you know, other family members. Like, well, why y'all got to be together? Why y'all trying yeah. to blend? And Because at that time, blending families was new. Yeah. You know, it was yeah. like once you divorce, you go your way, you get that Christmas, yeah. I get this Christmas. Yeah. And they didn't try to, they didn't do it that way. Right. They wanted to blend and kind of keep everybody together. It takes intentionality is what I'm, what I'm learning, man. Well, and that's what she was saying. A lot of times um, her advice to other moms or women who are maybe going through that now mm-hmm. was to understand that as a mom, your position can never be replaced. Right. Like you are solid. Yeah, you and your so bag. So it don't matter who comes around or who comes in. Just look at that as a bonus mom, a bonus dad, or somebody extra to love on you, but never feel like your position is threatened. And that's t- easier said than done. No, it is. Because a lot you, of times, yeah, it's hard to see the picture when you're in the frame. Yeah. And just being fully transparent, like I felt some type of way having a nigga around my kids that I especially don't know. It's like, eh, you know. <laughs> so it's, it's one of the things. But you got to realize, like, your, your biggest fear is that you might be replaced or yeah. they might not look at you because of the... Um, limited interaction with you yeah. that they might look at you different like man you're not my dad you're a weekend father blah 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 but as i'm learning that's not it, the case it and, it, and when you when you get out of your feelings. own way and out your feelings you can still level up as a father level up as a mom even you know some moms don't have their children but it's uh irreplaceable of the bond that you have yeah. because they are you yeah yeah it, it will not be replaced saying. so be easy yeah so it was a really good talk you got to really 
kind of know her more. Maybe if you didn't catch her on the reality show, right. you got to learn more about her. But Gammy. This, oh, no, Sheree, Sheree, the ex-wife. Okay. Yep. But this show, so it's every week. She'll okay. have different topics, and they'll be talking about different things. And it's on Facebook. Okay, well, invite us on, Jada. J-A-D-A. Got drama with the feds in the D-A. All right, uh, last but not least in entertainment, <laughs> what's going on with an annual Met Gala? Did you see it? I saw J-Lo. I definitely saw Cardi. And uh, Nikki squared off. I know they tried to make it seem like, oh, this is a friendly interaction. It didn't look very okay, friendly so to me. It was. I saw two chains. I didn't see two chains. He proposed on the steps. He reproposed. Reproposed? What do you mean he reproposed? Five years. <laughs> this nigga's a spotlight whore. I thought this was a nope. new proposal. He's renewing his wedding vows. This nigga, he got me. Yeah. He got me. I'm going to take my slow clap back, nigga. Fuck you too, James. Yeah, he remarried. Okay. So, Congratulations, Nick. With Cardi and Nikki, uh, Man, Cardi up? actually did say that they had a chance to talk. Mm -hmm. So they did talk and kind of work out whatever little beef they had because it was just, and she said it was a big miscommunication. Her people, Nikki's people, yeah. and everybody adding their two cents in. So yeah. they good. Okay. You believe? Mm, I really don't care. No, don't care. <laughs> no fucks. Go Cardi. You know, okay. I, I like Cardi. So. Yeah. So I saw J-Lo was, uh, I want to say, uh, what's the baseball nigga? They, no? Alex. Alex Rodriguez. Yeah. Was he there? I didn't see him. No, no. I just seen J-Lo looking bad as fuck. Yeah. Oh, I saw the Olsen twins looking dead as fuck. I didn't see them. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> they look withered. <laughs> have, you, have you seen that, that Zoom Zoom? You remember Mazda Zoom Zoom? And they yeah. have that picture. It's like a ghost face dude. And it's like a row, a windy road behind. It's a very popular picture. Okay. But they look like that dude in that painting. Mm. I wish I knew what the name of that painting was. So the theme was, was, was like um, Catholic. Oh. If you didn't yeah, because I saw somebody had a big ass cross on their chest. So if you know, I didn't know that was a theme. Um, Cardi. Yeah, yeah. She had like the cardinal with her. Who was this nigga dressed like her? I don't know if that was like her assistant or yeah, who he was. He was doing it up. Yeah. Great um, America. Did you see Riri? Rihanna. Oh, no, I didn't. I would she love to. She had the cardinal. The crown? The yeah. pope? Mm. She was, she looked like the most expensive pope okay. ever. She did okay. the thing. We love um, us in Riri here Solange. on the Solange. Solange. Solange had like She's invited. a late. <laughs> She's done nothing recently. I'm just saying, I mean, like, how does, when you know does what? her invite, Stop. when because does her I invite wear out? Team Solange. No, okay. no, no, I fuck with her music. I'm just saying, like, isn't it year by year? No, well, if you have 30K for a ticket, you can go oh. every year. Oh, I thought this was... Uh, it's a fundraiser. Okay. So you okay, buy okay, your okay. ticket and you, oh, yeah. you know... Your sister's young. And she's say. very fashionable, though. Yeah, she's she very is. edgy. I, I definitely yeah, fool so with... she was uh, hot. She uh, was really hot. Uh, Solange. Solange. Yeah, I was going to say Yonsei's sister. No. Love me some Yonsei. Because she had on a do-rag and it kind of had like the, um, um, the Statue of Liberty, like... Mm -hmm. Little crown, crown tiara type shit. But her do-rag said on the bottom in like uh, got diamonds or something, God wears a do-rag. But she crazy. <laughs> but he doesn't. <laughs> he has a natural man. But yeah, so that's it uh, in entertainment. Okay, that's well, got. that about wraps us up for uh, entertainment this week. So highlighting news this <laughs> week, uh, Hawaii is under fire. Have you heard about this? The fuck? No. When we talked about this last week, I thought Hawaii was perfect. Okay. We all thought that. I was watching the news. Um, I don't know, Saturday. And every day. We I do watch it every day. But I was watching it and I think I was I was in some place. 
the game was on. So it was Saturday. Saturday. Which didn't, game? Didn't somebody play Saturday? Oh, it was, LeBron. Niggas playing all the time. LeBron, so yeah, it was yeah, a game yeah, on so Saturday. It was a game Saturday. And it came on the news. Nobody said anything. And I was like, do y'all, did y'all just hear what they said? Hawaii sank? What happened? So there were cracks in the earth. There were several small earthquakes. And uh, Kalua is the volcano that erupted. So it erupted, yeah, this weekend. It's still going. Now? And they're going to have more, more volatile eruptions and different gases that are being released into the air. So it's bad right now. This is a above-ground volcano or something underneath the so sea? So something, un it's not underneath, but it's below. Okay. Um, so no, it's not spitting out right. like Dante's Peak. Right. right. It's not that. Shout out, Dante. But major video of the lava just covering everything. Yeah, lava's So it's like, get out the way. Yeah, lava is very unforgiving. It's bad. Damn, plate tectonics? What y'all on? You remember plate tectonics? No. You remember studying studying continental drift and shit like that oh, yeah. in school? Yeah, yeah. Pangea. I didn't nigga? remember it was called plate tectonics. Yeah, when when fault lines and and, and the when continents the rub against yeah. each other. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. plate tectonics. Okay, I didn't okay. remember it called it that. But do you know we sit on a major fault, fault line? Yeah. Because there's earthquakes in Chicago that but you I don't remember. But we never feel them. Yeah. No, they they happen every day, but we don't feel them. Wow, I didn't know it was every we day. We don't feel them, but I, I I specifically remember my earth science teacher. Telling me we sit on a major fault. Wow. And if we were to ever have one, it would be disastrous. Dunzo. Yeah. Huh? Pray for your city. <laughs> God, God bless America, but Chicago first. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's going on with hashtag do any, doing anything while black? What's that? So you haven't been seeing white people call the cops on black people while they're doing different things? Like breathing and shit like that? That's damn near next. So yeah. we're going to start off with <laughs> this white woman calls the cops on black people cooking out at the park, uh, Lake Merritt Park in Oakland. Oh, now she don't want to talk. <laughs> she doesn't want to talk now. <laughs> uh, it's illegal to have a charcoal grill in the park here. No, it's not actually. I just yeah, looked at the it map. Is. It says this is a designated barbecue area. No, it, if you, it, not for a charcoal grill. No charcoal grills are allowed. Do you want to see it? Yeah, you got to try and give it Got now, arrested for seasoning. Here's the thing. It's another white lady that's recording her. Recording her call. Yes. And so the white lady who's recording is like, why is she calling the cops on this family? It was a family mm -hmm. out barbecuing, having a good time in the park. Her complaint was that they were not supposed to use the charcoal grill oh. in this area. Gas, gas grills only? There's but, no outlets. But my thing is, Propane you ain't got nothing else to do. Yeah. Like that was so petty. They're and too even close the, to the tree. Even the police said, ma'am, this That's is what 911 is for. Yeah. Do not call us. Like it's sad that they're having to tell them. They this. said 911 is for barbecue calls? No, they're oh, saying don't call not. us for All that. Right, okay, it's okay. a non-emergency. Oh, they gave her the example of yeah. what 911 is and isn't for. White women. Let's talk to white women okay. real quick. It don't stop there. Oh, okay. Continue. Then, so another group of friends were at an Airbnb. In California. Do you think that they could have gave her a plate and this wall would have went away? No. No. Okay. Mm -mm. Airbnb? Airbnb in California. One of the friends was actually Bob Marley's granddaughter. Oh. And what happened in this instance, the friends were actually leaving, so they were packing the car, loading up the car, putting the suitcases and everything, getting ready to go. A neighbor thought a burglary, a burglary was underway. So she called the cops. 
It's called black. There's too many black people in one neighborhood. The city of Rialto is fighting back against claims of racial profiling, releasing the body camera video that shows how officers handled the situation with four Airbnb guests mistaken as possible burglary suspects. Do you have your rental agreement at least? A rental agreement? For Airbnb? The attorney for Denisha Prendergrass, the granddaughter of reggae legend Bob Marley, has indicated they might take legal action against the police department. But the interim chief says the 22-minute video shows that officers acted professionally and respectfully while they figured out the situation. Because they were packing their vehicle to get in transit. Because they were black, she didn't know them. Black while luggage. I you guess. Have lug black people should not have luggage. This instance, when they came outside, they had cops, helicopters, a whole scene of people. And it took 45 minutes to an hour to figure it out because they didn't believe them. They called the owner on the phone. Hey, this is what's going on. All these cops are here. They didn't believe any of that. Wow. So it was a whole and you said a, one hour of them, out of my time. One of them was Bob Marley's Grand, daughter. Yep, granddaughter. Granddaughter. So mm -hmm. did they have weed? It didn't say they did. Oh, okay. Because oh. I'm just saying they could have used that against them. But it's legal in California, so ah. it don't even matter. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. What else? So then, so then I thought it would stop there, right? No, no. more. A black graduate student at Yale. Yale. Right. So, so she's what at the Yale? Yale. That's why they mad. One. Okay. Fell asleep in the common area within the dorms. Yeah. Just in the. And in the lobby. White chick had the audacity to call the police on her. For homelessness? For what? What's the offense? I have to call the police. You cannot sleep in that room. Lola De Ciambola, a black Yale graduate student, confronting a white student who called police. Ciambola says she was working on a paper and just fell asleep. I was sleeping in the common room and she comes in and turns the lights on. And she's like, why are you sleeping here? You're not supposed to be sleeping there. Police demanded she bring them to her dorm room and show them her ID. I deserve to be here. I pay tuition like everybody else. I'm not going to justify my existence here. I'm not even gonna, it's not even a conversation. The video now viral, over one million views on Ciambola's Facebook page. In a statement, Yale said, incidents like that of last night remind us of the continued work needed to make Yale a truly inclusive place. Yet another encounter sparking outrage on social media. People calling police suspicious of people. Man, what I don't get, though, is the police that know you could potentially lose your job for fucking with the wrong person for the wrong reason, and they still respond in this way. Like, when will they wake up? There's no person, black, white, or otherwise, that is that important to my livelihood and my well-being for me to be that racist while on the clock to fuck with you and possibly risk my income. Well, they said they were following protocol because she did question that. And the supervisor or whoever was over the cops said that he followed protocol. So let's do a social experiment. The next time you see a white person loitering, you, America, this is America, <laughs> call the police and see what happens and see what protocol they follow. Because I don't think, I think there's a, you know how they used to have Jordan rules? Yeah. The Pistons used to have Jordan rules. Yeah. I think there are another set of protocol for us. I agree. And Muslims. Let's <laughs> not forget Muslims. Anybody, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just so it's blatantly obvious. And Both the fact it. that we don't have enough unity and enough solidarity to do shit about, about it. it. I wanted to slap the shit out of myself the other day when I read a headline that was like, another black man killed at, at, the, <laughs> at, you know, at the behest of a police officer. I kept scrolling, looking for LeBron clips. I am so over the shit, but it's like, how will we ever get yeah. that to not happen 
if we turn the blindest of eyes to these instances and the one I just got. So I had an incident. Well, no, I didn't have an incident. Let me not say that. But uh, someone close to me had an incident where they were going into a bank, to their bank, to their account, to withdraw money, right? For, like a robbery? No, oh. to withdraw their money out of their bank account for business transaction, right? Mm. Now, the amount was over 10 grand. Mm. Why did they call the police? Why do you call the police? I said, what? They said, this yeah. This nigga shouldn't have this much money. That's, what they, that's why they called the police. I said, police. I'm going to write a letter. Man, a strongly worded letter. We need letter. to get something. We need a resolution. Because I need double the money. Going to the for. bank while black to get my own money, and Your that's a problem? money, yeah. yeah. I'm assuming this was Bank of America? It wasn't. It wasn't. It was Wells Fargo. Hey, fuck you, Wells. Yeah. But this Wells is my Fargo. thing. Why would you need $10,000 cash? Are you asking for a briefcase as well? Like, is this a ransom? No. What's about a cashier's check? Like, who needs 10 racks? You don't really well, need 10 racks cash. Maybe the person that they were paying. Hmm. I would be suspect too. Just a little. It was for Snoop. It was for, it, he had to pay, you know, it was a deal. So it was a legit right, right, right. business. And they want cash. Give me my cash. Yeah, no, no, I feel what you're saying, but feel me. In this world we live in, if a motherfucker Those went, are not rules like, in the rule book. Protocol. Is yeah. We have to go back to protocol. What's protocol? And, and there's no protocol in calling police because somebody is No, I'm not saying call the police. I'm just saying eyebrow being raised. Like $10,000 cool. cash. Raise your eyebrow. Okay. <laughs> raise your eyebrow and say, hey, and write let me get this shit. supervisor. We want right. to. Cool, but Keep for you to house. be like. 911. Someone yeah. is coming to use their ATM card. Yeah, that's what? a bit much. That's yeah. a bit much. Okay. No, it's unnecessary. Well, fuck you, Wells, again. Okay. Does that uh, do it for news? Or we, what else going on with Derek Jeter? Oh, we still got more black. So have you heard? No. That's okay, it. okay. I'm about it. to say, this is going to be something tomorrow. Stay <laughs> yeah. tuned for more. Just that, that. <laughs> wake up while black. Man, waking up while black. Get stole on by the police. Waking up while black. Yeah, somebody hey. should do a web series. Hey, Femi, patent that shit for us real quick and send me the receipt. Um. Okay, so I was watching Real Sports with Brian Gumble. Why? I like his stories. You know, I, you I never it? watched that show, and I'm really? so into sports. Oh, my God. He has some really good stories, some cool. things you just might not know about. Like, I didn't know Derek Jeter owned the Marlins. Oh, that's news to me. Like, partial owner, majority owner. The first black CEO so, of an MLB organization. Is Derek Jeter black? Yeah, his dad's black. Oh. Yeah. So he's beige. His, his no, I, did, I did never equated Derek Jeter. Me with either. Okay. Didn't know it until I saw his dad. <laughs> that was my question when we were watching Rampage with uh, the King Kids this weekend. Is The Rock black? Yeah. Um, no, he's Hawaiian and... Aloha. No, he might be black because his dad is black. And I think his mom is Hawaiian. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's okay. how he's... Yeah, so, we always have to know how they're black, right? Yeah, like how are you black is the question. But <laughs> she said, so Derek Jeter, who is black-ish... Um, he owns, owns the Marlins? The Miami Marlins. That's deep. Isn't it? Yeah, that's kind of cold, actually. Like, there's nothing else even to talk about. I because know. It's Congratulations. Just, I didn't know it. I think I feel a slow clap coming on. Can yeah, we please yeah. bless this nigga with one of those? I know, right? I swear on everything. I just feel like more of us need to start looking at owning teams. And so, Bryant did kind of go in on him because the Marlins suck. Got some work to do. But he came into the organization and they, I think, were sucky. Oh, yeah, they've been sucky. But he fired, I guess he fired, like, the best players. And so they were just trying to figure out 
what are you doing? What's your strategy? What's your strategy? But my thing is, he's a player. So oh, he knows. I think he knows, he knows how to build up a team. And he said he came off of um, what is the minor leagues, mm-hmm. and so he has a couple guys, a lot of guys from the minors. That he's trying to yeah. to build Bring and put. Yeah, and so um, he's really doing his thing. They're giving him a lot of criticism, but of course, he's that's going to come. That's and what I say. This is my thing, though. I understand what you're saying in terms of we need to have more ownership. But one, there are hella barriers to yeah. entry. And two, how the fuck does Derek Jeter have so much money? Well, apparently he had, a, he had a spotless ridiculous. career. Oh, yeah. He was definitely the golden child of the New York Yankees. Like, so, they wasn't fucking with A-Rod. Like, they was fucking with Jeter. And I think that helped him get that foot in the door to become an owner. Yeah. He had the capital, probably, yeah. I'm sure. He had a, uh, because, a shoe deal with Jordan. Did you know that? No. Some Jeters. I used to have some Jeters in high school. Really? Yeah, he had his own little Jordan-branded baseball suit hmm. so and you know jordan owns the what hornets yeah the yeah. charlotte hornets so he might even you know show them the way maybe i don't know so we have owners in basketball and baseball let's mm-hmm. let's see if we can get football football yeah football is so that's tough. the plantation right there that's right the whitest of white white them you see i see colin kaepernick in wakanda apparently with a dashiki on speaking very passionately recently Did you i know see that? he was on um they had like a dear mama special was that it it was just he was at a podium spitting facts and this motherfucker is very articulate yeah he is he is extremely articulate and has no hopes of returning to the league he is on his mission mm-hmm. so shout out cap man yeah. and shout out jeter man we ain't we ain't gonna just yeah over, overstate that okay well that about wraps us up for uh That's all i got for news for news okay well uh On to our favorite topic on the third, and that is relationships. relationships. So, topping off relationships <laughs> this week on this and the third is none other than DC ass. What is this nigga asking this week? So, before we What's get being into asked what, of him, what he's asking, you know, he's gonna be at Whole Foods DJing in Inglewood. May 11th. I may pull up on you. <laughs> Damon Clark, I may pull up. <laughs> I saw that, and I yeah. said I would mention that. I fuck with DC. DC is such a, he, he a bro, so he cool as fuck on that shit. Oh, he a Wolverine, Michigan pride all day, a father, a husband, an athlete. Just a little, a a little lovable apparently. guy. A little, uh, right. Because that was my thing. Like People really confide in this nigga, Z. But that's some dope shit. You obviously have the respect of the community. All right, so what they asking him? Okay, so an associate friend of mine introduced me to an individual that they were interested in two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Well, I ran into this person on a separate occasion, and it appears they like me. Mm. Question is, is it a rule that I must tell my associate, my associate before we go out on our first date? I have a question. So at the beginning, they said associate <laughs> friend. And then when it came to the parlaying of information is it just an associate <laughs> which one is it because an associate is definitely not a friend and a friend is definitely not an associate and i think that determines my answer so oh, what do you think huh would you not agree i know a lot of people i associate with a lot of people okay, very let's limited just friends say it's an associate. okay so if it's an associate what say you i would mention it you mention it how yeah. would you bring it up nana na boo boo or fyi <laughs> <laughs> you know bitches um, be paid. I would be like, oh, crap, I mean to tell you. Mm, by the way, <laughs> by the way, 
caught you at a good time, didn't I? How you feeling? Let me tell you something. Really? Yeah. But you would convey and that information. Like that, he said, you know, such and such. Girl, he ran into him. We're going to go out. And nigga on my heels. And I, and I wouldn't even do all that. We're just going to go out and have a drink. Right. Just real keep simple. it real. That's it. Now the ball's in your court. That's what you going to do with that? Nothing else. Right. So what if she bug up on you, though? And, and say what? Can I go? No. Oh, okay. Just <laughs> <laughs> No. This second, I don't think that happens with niggas. You know but what I'm saying? I wouldn't, after the date, I wouldn't come back and give any more information. That's it. You wouldn't hear nothing else yeah. about our him, business. Me. Is our business. Yeah, that's right. It. So, my thing is this if this person introduced you to this person, I feel there is, like you said, some obligation to say something. something. Yeah. Because if they didn't introduce you and this nigga was trying to holler, you would say something all naturally, yeah. right? So it's like you trying to hide something because you know or feel like you might be bogus. Uh -huh. um, you're going to be bogus anyway if you're going to pursue it, so you might as well be transparently bogus, in yeah. my opinion, than to you know, uh, sugarcoat the shit. Yeah. I would. Like I said earlier, though, I don't think this really happens to niggas. Like, a nigga be like, man, sure it's trying me. Okay, who gonna fuck first? Like, it's just, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, if I was to tell my man who he introduced me to a female, she trying to holler, I think he would try to step his game up on some, not on some hating shit, but just on some, wait, 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 wait. Let me get that first. <laughs> Let me get that first. Then you can help him. You know what I'm saying? Then you can help him. And I think it would become more of a competition among men as opposed to, how dare you? It's like, yeah, man, women get a, get a little bit more emotional. Yeah, we ain't on that. All right, what's happening with uh, Dear's DC Part 2? Okay. My man and I have been together for a little over a year. True. I didn't have any complaints until about six months into the relationship. Uh-oh. He stopped spending as much time with me, and he wasn't making love to me like he used to. Mm. But I brushed it off as I'm as him getting comfortable. Well, last week he came over, and as he was in the bedroom passed out, I noticed a black phone hanging out of his jacket pocket. I was confused because his phone is silver. Mm. I went into the secret phone and looked at text messages, but didn't see anything suspicious. Is he cheating or am I tripping? <laughs> yes, both are occurring. <laughs> <laughs> He's cheating himself by fucking with a chick like you, and you're tripping by what seems as if it's his business phone being an issue, right? Uh, I understand in hindsight, we was just having this uh, foresight, hindsight conversation the other day. Shout out, damn it, Gina. Love you, girl. And she, we was just talking about how things look very different after they occur. So you could put all these pieces of the puzzle together as you see this phone. Mm -hmm. But was this an issue with the love making and da 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 before the phone? Or was it just like, again, people get comfortable. I'm not going to necessarily and naturally put in as much effort in the lovemaking department, in the quality time department, and maybe other departments as we get more comfortable. I don't have to try to impress you as much as I already have you, right? So we, we comfortable right. with each other. So that's a, a natural thing. So it's not an issue until you saw this phone. Now it's like, well, this nigga doesn't make love how he used to. He's, but is it natural for men? Is it natural for men for what? To what? To be so comfortable where you're not, you're not um, being intimate with your woman. And she didn't say being intimate. She said making love. It sounds like he's fucking her. It comes to, comes to a point in every relationship where I'm just trying to get this nut off. <laughs> huh? That's a thing. Okay. That's a thing. Okay. But at first, you want to be passionate and you want to <laughs> grab back some nags and, you know, 
make you listen to me. You right? But it's just like ah, after you no, had it, after man, all it. Man. <laughs> but, but, uh, oh, Damon, Damon Williams back. Oh, Stanley, Stanley. Like old couples just go through the motions of sex. That happens, and it happens very quick in our society nowadays because we want everything so quick. So I just think that relationships run their course about a year in. You're going to be comfortable in the sex department, in the QT department, and all these other things. And if he is working very hard to make sure that she has the lifestyle that she wants, one, that seems like why he's passed out because she didn't say drunk. She didn't no. say fucked up. She said passed out. No. It sounds like he's tired from work, and it sounds like he has a work phone to me. I'm going to give the nigga a benefit of the doubt all day. <laughs> what say you? What say you? Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. I don't know because, so when she says he wasn't making love to me like he used to, to me that means they're not having sex anymore. At all. As much as they used uh, to. Oh, I thought the sex was just more so routine now as no, opposed I'm to No, I'm taking freaking. it as they're not uh. having it as much anymore and for me okay well he ain't having it from you yeah, he's from having you. it he's, yeah he's, he's, he's having doing sex. it <laughs> somewhere <laughs> he's having with sex. somebody with somebody That's a <laughs> i don't know but then when you see the phone and then there are no text messages there are no nothing right then it's like well so she's not saying that there's nothing in the phone she's saying she didn't discover anything amongst what was in the phone anything suspicious right so, so i mean I, I think she's I, tripping i think she's yeah tripping. I, I, calm down um Put, a, put the brakes on your feelings yeah. and just wait till you find some hard ass. <laughs> and put the pussy on them. Like, you could easily see what's up if I she... I swear, that'd be every man's... Cardi has taught you all well. I Listen to Cardi. Me. Cardi has told you to put the pussy on the nigga and see what that do. Now, if he doesn't respond to that, then maybe you have a concern. Maybe you have a concern. Okay. But if you put forth that, forth that extra effort... I think he'll reciprocate, he'll rejuvenate his, <laughs> jo he'll be more jovial and <laughs> attentive. That's All my right. opinion. Okay. All right, last but not least. Okay, so I watched the movie Blockers. Have you seen it? No, I've seen Clockers. Okay. I haven't seen Blockers. So Blockers is a new movie. It's out of the theaters now. Fire stick it. Oh, I was about to say, what theater did you go to? None. Okay. And uh, it's, it's basically about three parents, two guys and a woman. Mm -hmm. They have three daughters. Uh, three girls, mm -hmm. and they're going on their prom night, right? So they make a pact to lose their virginity, prom night. Lose their virginity on purpose? Yeah. And um, the parents see the text thread amongst the girls, mm -hmm. and then they really freak out, right? Fuck so, that. Oh, we're going to find them. They're not gonna going. Find so they go, the whole movie is them trying to find to stop this act. That oh, they're trying to block. Block. They're trying to <laughs> block the box. Box blocking. Okay, <laughs> I get it. I like that okay, name. Okay, so one of the parents actually is in the room with her daughter, right? But it was so romantic. When she's finna have sex, she's in but the right room before, with her Right before. And she sees all the effort the guy, mm, you he know, earned it. He, he really took time out to give the girl what she wanted, mm. right? He wanted to make it special because she wanted it to be special, mm -hmm. right? So the mom sneaks out of the room and she... She lets her daughter have the moment. What so room spent, is this? She, a hotel? Yes, yeah, hotel. How did her mom get in the room? Oh, you, you got to see it. Yeah. You got to watch the movie. So <laughs> she spent this whole time, ch you know, chasing her. And then she just stopped. She didn't want to spoil it. And she let me, she realized she raised her daughter right. And it's time for her to just, you know, go down her own path. So my question to you. Before I ask you the question, so mm -hmm. let me tell you about the two dads. Oh, yeah. The please. two dads. Come one, through. Come one through, of the girls, fathers. Come through. 
one of the girls was gay. And the dad knew it, but she was with the guy, and so he was like, well, what are you doing? Confused. The girl didn't. She didn't sleep with the guy because she knew she wasn't into, not into like that. that. Yeah. And talking to her dad, the dad realized, oh, I've raised you right. You can handle your own. Cool. Okay. The other girl, the dad came in, and they were, they were kissing. Mm. And he threw the boy into the wall. Three play. Oh, what? He threw the boy into the he wall. Assaulted the young man. He did. But then him and his daughter sat down and they talked. Where was this nigga really after he was thrown into the wall? Did he scurry off? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm he was, like, he was he like, sorry. To look, the he was like, sorry, sir. I'm okay. And then he left. <laughs> you caught me. <laughs> you know what I was on, nigga. But they had a really good conversation, and she was like, Dad, I don't need you to save me. I'm okay. Right. I'm, you you raised me. Right. So my question to you is, would you allow Queen Callie to enjoy her experience and wouldn't ruin it for her? There is absolutely, positively, no motherfucking way I am going to be okay with, let alone present at, the deflowering of my precious, sweet, baby Queen Callie. It's not happening. I would kill everybody. <laughs> the bellhop, the motherfucker that brought the room service, the nigga that checked them in. They shouldn't even be able to get a hotel room at that age. Everybody dies tonight. It's night. Everybody's dead. You're not going to let her enjoy her moment. I will never <laughs> condone that shit. Ever. Well, you feel me? Can I tell you something? What? You talking about adult prom? You know those are a thing. Hey, hey. Let me just tell you, she's going to grow up. She's going to grow up. And she's going to join the missionary <laughs> and become a nun and never give her cookies away for the public to consume. Gee, no, not Callie, man. Never. Everybody else except Callie. I swear on everything, bro. I would have went crazy if I was that father. <laughs> the dyke. You know, okay, cool. I, you know, okay, listen. But I would have went crazy if okay. I saw a dude kissing on my daughter, G. Now, what if it was Mook? Oh, go ahead, man. I had to have two. I have two. You should take two dates. And I said there's a double standard, though. And I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying it is. So now. There's a double standard. Mook can go ahead now if he would like. Now, the young lady whose boyfriend had everything right, mm -hmm. his parents were very open with him. So. His parents knew exactly where he was, mm. what he was doing. Because oh, yeah. the parents was back at home getting it in. Like, huh. they were very open with their son. Become a man. Yeah. Become a man. So, but, yeah. And again, I say that because um, you always will think that you're ready, right? And then you go through it. It's not what you thought it was going to be that first time anyway. But then you can't never, never get it back. And my thing is just like, this nigga? Like, I would, uh, this nigga? You know what I'm saying? And I think Callie is, is, is enough of me to, you know, have a very high level of discernment. But again, this nigga? It has nothing to do with my baby. It's just, I don't think that there's a dude that's been created yet that is worthy of my daughter. And that's just my personal opinion. I'm singing to it and everybody dies. Good luck. Everybody dies. But I will say this. I will say this. I do understand that being that overbearing, super controlling, da da da, that's what kind of makes your children wild. Yeah. Male or female. Yeah. If you try to over nurture them. Uh, so I'm not that dude. 
but I am that dude that's going to keep it 100 with my kids. <laughs> like, gee, this is not what you want. And if it is, you have to live with this every day for the rest of your life. And again, for dudes, it's different. Like, I don't even remember losing my virginity. Yeah, but a female <laughs> probably does. You know what really? I'm saying? Huh. You're like, man, what order was, I don't know. Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, it goes fast. It goes fast, but I don't want it to be like that for my kids. I want it to be special. I want it to be memorable and those things. The first is never, yeah. it's just knock it out. It's not, yeah. Knock but that's the thing, like, <laughs> knock it out. No, no, mook, knock it out. <laughs> Callie, sit down. Sit down. Write a play. Be a, be a sweet baby for the rest of your life, man. Good and I know luck. that's not going to happen, but at the end of the day, you just got to make your next move your best move. And if I empower my kids to do that, I'm confident that I'm raising my kids right enough. And they mama. Shout, and out, shout the, out to their mama. That was raising the point right enough. of the, at the end, the parents had to realize they had been raising them right. Yeah. And so just trust your kids' decision. You better let it go. Yeah. All right. Well, that about okay. wraps us up. Well, we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Literally. It's been a pleasure serving as your host. And once again, it's your boy, Calvin Leroy King the third. As always, I got my lovely co-host with the most by my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. And shout out again to our sponsor for the month, Absolute Athletics, also known as A-Square. Be sure to tune in and turn up with us this Thursday, yep, the 17th, at the Alpha Space, sponsored by uh, Fly. Shout out to the big homie Dave Jeff. Shout out to Creative Cypher. Shout out to Pyramid Movement, Lisa Libations. And y'all want to pull up and pop out. Um, it's 2014 South Michigan, and it's free. It's BYOB. Starts at 7. Starts at 7, ends at 11. So don't make, make haste getting there. You know what I'm saying? Don't wait. And we're going to be interviewing uh, people on the spot. We're going to have some chicken and waffles. You bring your own bottle, and we'll provide everything else, man. So uh, thank you all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of This and the Third. The Lifestyle Show that gives you life, and we out. Check us out. Peace. Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third. And as always, I have my lovely co-host with the most by my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. Hey, y'all. And we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another dope segment of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Literally. Now, today we are honored to be uh, graced with the presence of one of our sponsors, man. This is none other than Joe Herring from Absolute Athletics, also known as A-Square. So let's begin by welcoming him in in This, That, and the Third fashion with a... Slow clap, please. <laughs> what up, Joe? What's going on? Thank you for joining us. Thank no you for problem, joining no us, problem. man. And uh, for those that don't know, man, Absolute Athletics has been putting on for the city, especially for the South Side, uh, for about what three years? Going two on years. Two, two, years. two years now. It feel like forever, man, because the the flag football is a culture out here. Would you agree? Absolutely. And this is something that, I mean, if you've never experienced it, you need to pull up, you need to pop out. But uh, tell the people a little bit more about uh, you as a person and what made you uh, start A-Square? Well, um, previously I was a part of another group that did um, flag football in Chicago. So eventually we disbanded and I decided to start my own. So right. We mainly focus on co-ed flag football, but we're growing in other sports. Yeah. We got a women's flag football. We're trying to do a little basketball golf on the horizon and stuff. So, you know, just to get other things involved. It's an adult league. Right. A lot of people always ask, is it kids? We haven't 
dabbled into that quite yet. We have what enough do we, kid And what do we consider adults? 21 and over. 21 and over. Because there's a lot of extra stuff that goes on out there that we want everybody to have a good time and make yeah. sure everybody right. is legally right, right. having a good time. So right. We do flag football, but that's our main, our main thing. We have 25 teams, so we play at Ellis Park mm-hmm. on 35th and Cottage. It's every Sunday, except this Sunday because it's Mother's Day. Oh, yeah, but every Sunday, months. we out there. I right. mean, from 9 o'clock to 5 o'clock, and it's definitely a sight to see. It's, yeah. I, if you're from Chicago... I can guarantee you, you know at least three people out there. If you stay out there all day, you're going to know somebody. So mm. it's, it's fun. One thing that's so dope to me is seeing the competitive spirit of young black professionals and even seasoned professionals. Like, you got CEOs, C-level executives. You got uh, former NFL players. Like, what? It's, it's a different atmosphere. And right. I, I try to explain it to people. You can't really explain it until you see it because it's such a – unity of people out there is such everybody's friends yeah when you're playing you don't like everybody but after the game everybody sits around barbecues have a good time have some drinks have a good time right that's just what it is it's not nothing nothing more nothing less right okay so now i do know a few people who were in league in the leagues right i don't know the team names (laughs) right but um my cousin Specifically with like that she felt like she always had to hang out with the team, with the group. And I'm like, don't they just play football and practice? She was like, well, yeah, they want you to kind of hang out and have that camaraderie. And- it's, it's definitely a hangout event. Okay. You, you come out there on Sunday, you could come out there and play your game at 10 o'clock and you think you're going home. I don't think I've been home, no. even with me not running the league. Mm. I don't think I've been home before 4 o'clock, period. Okay. It just doesn't happen. You just... It, it, Every it, it, it just it, yeah, it's just it the brings you in. It's yeah. so much. It's fun. Yeah. It's just I always say people always say, oh, it's you know the price of it, the cost of it. But I say, where can you go and have a drink and have a good time and eat and eat and see everybody you know, Man. not be a dress code, yeah, Man. and yeah. you good and no violence, no right. no altercations for five dollars a week. That's yeah. basically what it results okay. out to. So. And, and that's a big part with the nonviolence, man, because I think a lot of things that are happening in Chicago, including the, the scene that you've been able to successfully create with the uh, co-ed flag football, doesn't get a lot of coverage. They get a lot of coverage for the negative things going on in the community, but there's a lot of positive things going on in and around the community, one of which is the uh, A-squared league. So in terms of the give back to the community, like what does that look like? I know you all try to... Uh, boost up small businesses. You all have vendors, right. black owned. Talk about that. So we have a, we do have vendors. So we have a couple of food trucks that comes out, um, black owned food trucks. We try to get them. They out there every week. Right. Sugar Mama, shout out to her. It's delicious. Some of the too. best food ever. Golly. Chef Grady. Man, so she got like tacos, tacos Phillies, nachos, you know, nachos, cheese, chicken wings, fried, mm. fried chicken. I mean, you're going to wait for a while to get it, but oh, it's, it's going to be fresh. It's fresh. It's fresh. Gonna be fresh. And then you got who else? You got Chef Grady. He comes out. He oh, Shady Grady. Oh. The salmon bowls. That's all I can say. Hey. It's the salmon, okay. rice bowl. It be salmon with shrimp and rice and everything that comes in a salad. Like it's, it's delicious and it's it seems healthy. So seems healthy. It's, <laughs> it's light. It's definitely yeah. light. It's but it's it's you know it's the way that we give back. We also yeah. do. We actually got it coming up on June the tenth. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do a small business event. So yeah. I invite any businesses and anybody that's there listening. Send an email to Joe at AbsoluteAthleticChicago.com. Lower third. We will definitely 
promote any business. We do a week where all businesses just come out, promote their items, promote, sell whatever they want to sell. We promote it on our video. We promote it on our website just so, you know, they can see what their people are actually have to offer out there because it's a lot that, I mean, I, it's people I talked to. It was a lady that did resumes and she had her own business. I never knew right. that it that was, was someone business. that was doing, but it's different things. I mean, it was a female that was selling sanitary wipes that she oh. has her own. It's different Whoa. things that's out there that she's that's created. Right. I mean, I know you know Peachy. Peachy yeah. has the the um, Solo Noir. Solo Noir, the hair care products and, and so it, it's yeah. all these different things that's out there in our community that we we don't put a light on or nobody else puts a light on that I'm trying to say, hey, here's, you know, 700 people in one, on one Sunday at one place, come out here yeah. and get the word out and yeah, it helps out. Smart. So It, it, it kind of creates a community for these products and services to, you know, parlay themselves into, you know what I'm saying? Because where else are you going to get that expo type feel yeah. every week? You know what I'm saying? And like he said, he's not under overestimating it. It's 700 people in and out of Ellis Park every single Sunday from nine to five. So these food trucks are winning, these vendors are winning, the small businesses that you all have mm -hmm. been intentional about promoting are winning, and then even the kids. I know the league is not for kids, but you can bring your children up there and they will be safe, they will be Absolutely. have fun, and there's other kids for them to play with. Like, it's a win. Is it for kids? It's a man. Kids. When I tell you, they will kick off their own scrimmage game and just do them. It's enough space and opportunity for the kids to be kids. A square babysitting service is coming. Somewhere. Stay like that, man. All right. But no, it's definitely something with the kids because like we too try to give back to the kids. Like we do every year, we do a back to school um, give back. Yeah. I even help out like the league, not necessarily people in the league. We give to the Ellis Park um, summer camp that they have. Yeah. We try to give something to the kids because they do come out there. A lot of the kids want to work. Right. I tell, oh, you can't work, but right, right, right. you know, <laughs> but you come out there and do a lot of stuff. It's a lot. It's a lot of fun for the kids. So. But truth be told, you actually are employing young people as like clock operators, statisticians. You know what I'm saying? They're putting their math and reading skills and their love for sports to work yeah. at yeah. least on Sundays, as opposed to what else they could be doing on Sundays, especially in these warmer months. Uh, he's, he's got at least a handful of my young guys. Malik actually okay. works there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a very kumbaya, holistic, uh, community-type feel and flow. So. And that's my, that's my goal. I mean, I tell people a lot of one of the reasons I did do this, and I'm not going to say the guy that came up to me, but years ago, a guy came up to me, and this was an adult. He probably in his early 30s, maybe late 20s. He came up to me and said, hey, I appreciate you putting on this league because who knows what I could be doing it's on a, like he's like for two days out of the week on Wednesday when I practice and Sunday when I'm at the games, I'm good. I know I'm not in that Man. lifestyle. And that to a lot of people that may not mean nothing, but to me, that's Something. saying that's 25% hey, of his week. That's one person that, Hey, I don't know. It could have been me you was out Save here robbing for yeah. all I know. But like that. that's, you know, that's something that helps out with the community as a whole as, you know, trying to make us better as a group. Right. We don't get the positive light shined on us that we need. So, right. So, how can people who want to join be on the league, participate, come check y'all out? How come do they find out. you? Come to the league. Either you go to the league on Sundays. We're there all day. Saturdays, start next week. We'll be there for the women's league. So you come out. We have all women's league. We still have registration open. Go to the website absoluteathleticschicago.com and give you all the information. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, A Square Shy, everything's on there. So we are basically, even if you don't have a team, it's a lot of new people that just moved to the city. 
they'll shoot me an email, hey, I'm looking for a team. We have individual registration where you can come, okay. sign up, and we'll find a team for you because there's always teams looking for additional players or, you know, even if it's at the end of the day, if I have to say, hey, we're going to make room on my team, I have room on my team mm -hmm. where I could put you on my team. So at least you get the, you know, the familiarity and then maybe next season you go find another team, but you right. get out there and get over. Right. right. So. Yeah, because it'd be real. It'd be trades. It'd be goddamn it waivers. It'd be all types of off-season workouts yeah. and conditioning. It's, it, it's so, yeah, real. So I was telling Joey earlier when you got here that I had somebody had recruited me to, to play football. You? Yeah. You look more softball. They, huh, that's what I said. Because they saw me in the gym, right, working out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they're like, oh, you, you can play. I got out there and I ran mm. and yeah. stopped, tried to catch the ball and... Yeah, her ankle. Say, oh, ankle. I was like, I'm done ankle with that. meat. Yeah. <laughs> but I did think that it was a nice way, like you said, to meet people if you just moved to the city. Yeah. Or if you just don't have a, a group necessarily that you hang out with, but you want to meet some new people. Yeah. I think events like this are good just to kind of get out, chill, and, and meet people. Or if you're just like looking at ass. Well, it, I, was, I wasn't going to say that. Yeah, but that's but the thing. That's, that's like a subculture. Like, you can definitely, yeah. you know, it's beautiful women, yeah. uh, you know what I'm saying? And for chicks, it's, it's dope dudes, you know what I'm saying? So you can kind of go out there and win. Yeah, it's, can, it's, it's almost like a swingers club. I don't know about a swingers club. <laughs> but it is like blackpeoplemeet.com.org <laughs> to play football. Same thing. .net. So we'll give you that. orgy. <laughs> okay, uh, here you go now. Okay, right. we're going to take a time out. Uh, this motherfucker's <laughs> tripping. But what we are going to do, as is tradition on This and the Third, we're going to play a little game called This and the Third. Now, the rules are very simple. We're going to ask you three questions, and all you have to do is answer honestly and from the heart. You ready to play? I'm good. He's out good. <laughs> good. All right, well, this is this. <laughs> Be nice, too. Somebody, this is so hard. <laughs> Let me let me take a drink. Okay, of this. I'm it's not sorry. Bad. It's not an orgy, guys. It's easy. Okay. It's not a swinger spot. It's not an orgy. There this is a good time to have fun. It's now, beautiful. You do extra, that's it's beautiful black people, and when beautiful black people come together, procreation happens. That's all Read I'm saying. Between the lines. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is um, this. What's is my question? I don't know. Um, what made you want to get into um, like a sports? So, think. Like, what made you want to start it? Like, what, did you play football in yes, high school? Yes, I actually played football in college for a year. So uh -huh. I played at Illinois State. So sports was my, just my pastime. I love sports. I've been playing football since I was probably five or six. Okay. So I just love football. Um, I played in another league, and it just wasn't up to par of when I was playing in it. And quite honestly, it just kind of made me mad. So... Me and a couple other people got together and made a league, and it just grew over the years, and eventually it turned into A squared. I like the fact that it does give back, and I'm a big giver back, give backer, so I want to make sure, even though I don't physically live in Chicago, I'm here Ooh. all the time, right. so it's a like I live here, but I want to give back to the community because that's the community when I'm here yeah. that I'm in. So. Right. Where do you live? I live in the suburbs. What I, suburb? I oh. save on taxes. <laughs> Woodridge. Oh. oh. And, that, and that's the thing. Like, this league has people commuting from Bolingbrook. Oh, oh well, it's further than that. I, goddamn Wakanda. There's a reason, and people, a lot of people ask, because yeah. when they register, I ask for their zip code. Right. And they, oh, why you need to know that? I've seen people as far as Michigan, 
as mm. far as Rockford, as far south as Kankakee, and I've seen some Wisconsin zip codes. Yeah. Now, I don't know if they actually live there right. or if that's the zip that's code they're from, using, though. but right. I know for a fact I do know one guy traveled from Michigan. Yeah. Wow. Okay. It's wow. real in the field. All right. Well, this is that. Fast forwarding to, um, we don't have to pick a date or anything, but what does success look like going forward for the league? I know you talked about golf, you talked about giving back, you talked about even growing the league even further than the 25, 28 teams that you have currently. Like, wh how do you qualify success going forward? Well, my goal is, and it's always been one of my goals, is this is a culture that could be in every other urban city. Mm -hmm. So if it's an Indianapolis, if it's a St. Louis, if it's a Detroit, a Milwaukee, somewhere, honestly, nearby for now but growing it to where this is a culture that's everywhere mm -hmm. not something that's just in chicago because i do have people that come from out of town and like what the hell is this like mm -hmm. why why is this so big what is different about why we don't have one of these in detroit i've yeah. had people ask me like hey i'm not in detroit but if you want to get something started we can work on something but it is something that i want to grow to other cities because i feel like there are the Chicago sports socials of the world, not to knock them or anything, but they have 100 leagues at 100 different times going on. There's never, it's never going to be the culture that we have. Right. So I'm not going to say I'm going to have five leagues in Chicago. It just doesn't work that right. way. But honestly, what I want to do is go to Indianapolis and say, hey, we're going to open this in Indianapolis. We may start with eight teams. Then it grows to 20 teams. Then the Indianapolis team, oh, y'all champion comes play the, play Chicago, the Chicago champion. champion. And now yeah. we play for Cross City Classic. Exactly. Yeah. So it's something I'm trying to grow to that. That's going to take time, but I yeah. feel like it is something that is out there and is available. It's just a matter of grabbing it all together. It's uh, one thing that I will say is that it comes down to having a system. You got a dope system in place here, and then it becomes taking that system into other markets and replicating and repeating that system. So as long as your foundation is continuously strong here at your flagship location, I think the opportunity is endless in terms of where you can take it. You just got to replicate that model. Definitely agree. And that's why, and a little plug, because a lot of people don't know about this yet, right. we will be having an actual women's national, not national tournament, a women's tournament here where we're inviting teams from all over the country. And my goal is to show them, hey, this is what we do in Chicago. Right. This is how we do it. In hopes okay. of that's growing it out, because I do have some teams uh, possibly from Virginia coming, from St. Louis coming, from different areas to come here to play in the tournament Labor Day weekend. So. Oh, shit. Stay yes. tuned for more. All right. Well, this is the third. So since we're finally getting into springtime, summertime, shy, what's your favorite thing in the summertime um, that you like to do in Chicago? I like the beach. All right, going to the beach. Do just you? Having a good time because it's you never know what the weather gonna be you right. never know who gonna be there ever you, you never know but it's just hot and it's just a good time it's always 90 percent of the time it's good people you just out there having a good time so i just love enjoying the beach whether it's 63rd whether it's 39th whether it's 31st all of them all enriched inside of each other just hanging out so positive. So positive. Yeah. So vivacious. Yeah. On the real. Black love. All right, man. Well, we thank you for uh, joining us for another dope segment. Before we get out of here, tell them how to get in tune with you on social media one more time. Um, on Instagram and on Facebook, we're at A Squared Shy, A Squared spelled out Shy, C H I, everywhere. Um, on, on Snapchat, we're A dot Squared Shy. 
And um, our website is absoluteathleticschicago.com. That has everything on there you can need. We do live stats, yeah. pictures. It's, it's uh, Check it out if you get time. Check it out because it's definitely something to see. It's a vibe, man. So we thank you all for tuning in and turning up for another dope segment of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Literally. Once again, it's been a pleasure serving as your host. It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third. And as always, I got my lovely co-hosts with the most by my side, Miss Reese and PC, the one and only. And we are the undisputed king and queen of Chicago podcast. Check, Check us, us out. out. All right. So that's it. There it is. So, <laughs> oof, we got to do the outro from the first part. No, I can